Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything Cardi B. I hate interrupting this song because I love oh it so much. Oh my God, I love this song. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Well, welcome to the show. I'm Don McClain, producer for Jason and Alexis. He is uh, getting better, which is, he needs this so much. Uh, he has been really sick, and so he will be back on Monday. Alexis will be back from Puerto Rico, and we get to hear all those great stories. The gang's going to be all back together yeah. again. It's been fun to follow Alexis on social media. For I sure. There's a super cute photo that she posted of her in Angel in yes. Puerto Rico. And I was just like, they're just so happy. They they're just so have the happy. most beaming smiles together. It's so sweet. Yes. Did you see the picture with the rainbow yes. over them? I was like, that's goals, man. I want that. I want when I take a picture of my loved one, rainbows just appear behind me. Exactly. And they're tan. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to have a great time talking to her about all of her adventures. Uh, and also, we're going to be recapping Donna Millsgate. So uh, that'll be fun on Monday morning. Oh, boy. Yes. Okay. I am shocked by this story and Elizabeth fill me in on this um, we have Teresa Judice saying that if he gets deported something will happen between them Joe and Teresa if he gets deported she's done so this is the story from E! News today and they're confirming that Teresa and was talking about her marriage to Joe during the Real Housewives of New Jersey season nine reunion taping and uh-huh. sources told E! News that she said something pretty intense during that taping. So you'll recall that Joe is serving three years in prison. Mm-hmm. Teresa already served her prison sentence. This all had to do with fraud. <sighs> Not yeah. good. She had to go to prison. He stayed out with their daughters and then he had to go. You know, I'm glad they allowed them to do that. I know. I think know? that's really good. There's no reason to not do that. I yeah. mean, they are, they're going to have to go to yeah. jail anyway. Um, but in October, a Pennsylvania immigration court judge ruled that Joe has to be deported to his native Italy after his release from prison. He never became a U.S. citizen. I mean, he's I lived here forever. I can't believe that. But never became a citizen. He's set to be released from prison in March And then he's expected to be transferred into ICE custody. And here's what a source at the reunion taping told People and told E! News that Teresa told Andy that if Joe gets deported, she's not going. Um, She said that she and Joe had talked about it over the phone and that he understood that she's devastated. Uh, She had convinced herself that he would not be deported, even though she knew that this was going to be a possible outcome. Um, but they have four daughters, and she's not going to go with him to Italy with those girls. So will they remain a couple? I have or, no idea. I mean, that is just, how is this going to This going to be like a long-distance marriage, or is he going to try to do something? But, I mean, it's a really crazy thing, and it makes sense. You know, you can't commit crimes. And then yeah. expected to be expected to stay here if you're not a citizen. And he never became a citizen. I just, why didn't he do that? That's know. my first question. I'm like, you did what all that other doing? stuff. You I mean, she, he's married to her. He has the right to be a citizen here. And then with all the publicity that you guys, I don't know. Well, yeah, and he's been here shocking. forever. I mean, yeah. he's like, it's not like he just came from Italy 
five years ago. <laughs> right. I mean, it's been it's been a very long time. I mean, their daughters are like teenagers. How old are their daughters? I think they're. I think one of them is at least sixteen. Okay, right. And she's the one that wanted to be a singer. She oh, thinks yeah. she has an album. Yeah. Um. But yeah, how long do they have before? Just so March is when it gets gets released, and uh-huh. when this October ruling came out, then they were talking about appealing it. Mm. and it doesn't look like that's happening. So, I mean, it'll really be in the next, like, eight weeks that we find out if he's going to be, when he gets out, if he's going to be deported or not. In the meantime, she's doing these bodybuilding competitions. Oh, yeah. She Have you got seen her? Really, oh, she got she, really into it. She's super into it. Yes. I get the, I mean, I get the bodybuilding. I think yeah. it's really cool, because I think people who like to just push their bodies to see how mm-hmm. fit they can get in yeah. those fitness competitions, I think is really interesting. I just don't understand why you always have to turn orange when you do it. Yeah, so tan, I know. But why? <laughs> but it's not even tan. It's like legit it's, orange. It is. It's different than a tan color. Oh it is my not... Gosh. It's not anyone's natural skin color. No. Just FYI. Like people... No. People come in all beautiful colors, which is so wonderful. Yes. From nature. But that doesn't ever happen with this orange. No. This orange has never been seen. I know it's to enhance where you see the definition of their muscles. That's the point of it. Yeah. Because if you're... But I'm watching the whole time going, it's so orange. <laughs> I know. Why is everyone not, orange? Oh my gosh. Yes. Everybody. And then everybody gets after tan mom for being so tan. But I mean, she just needs to start lifting weights and then she'll fit right into that group. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's well, a different kind of tan though. It's definitely not. It's got to be. They have to say like, this is the orange self tanner that you're going to put on because you can't even like go into a tanning bed and naturally achieve that color. You know, this is so interesting, but I've actually hosted a bodybuilding competition. No, of course you have. <laughs> How did I get involved with that? Oh my gosh. Oh, I know um, somebody that was Miss Olympia once and her husband is also a personal trainer and they were like, it was back in my hometown. It was, you know, a regional uh, bodybuilding championship and it was so terrifying. I feel like I did Oh, I just I didn't know what I was doing and it was really, really bad. Like some people were like, Why are like not heckling me, but they weren't happy. They were my... thinking like you don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. And, and I didn't and I just was trying to in between, you know, it's it's not oh God. It was just I, reliving that moment. <laughs> I'm having so much emotional oh, distress over it. Cause I was like, oh no. I knew immediately that I was way out of my league. And I was just seeing it as, okay, I'm just going to be a comedian up here. Because, oh, yeah. you know, I'm like, okay, I'm going to turn this into help, a comedy help, like, show. move things along. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then, like, there were so many competitors and so many names to get wrong. And it was so much for one person who had never done it. Oh, Even man. though I had, like, all these meetings in advance. And I was, of course, stressing out over it. Uh, and so, oh, man. Did you do this for free? I hope they paid you at least. Um, Actually... I was trained by Miss Olympia for a while and had her husband as a nutritionist. So they pay, they basically traded out. That's good. Personal training. Okay. Well, that works out. And, and, and nutrition. Yeah. And I got in pretty good shape too. (laughs) I never did the whole orange thing though. I did some, you know, I, I was just, I just don't know how that happens. Yeah. I just, but I got in the best shape that I've ever been in with them. (laughs) But so that was worth it. But yeah. Um, so back to Joe and Teresa, I just hope this their marriage survives, really, because they've been through so much. I, I mean, know. however you feel about them, either way, you got to understand they're trying to keep their family together. Yes, they com- committed some crimes, but, you know. Well, they definitely tell themselves stories about what what life is like, that it isn't really that way. I mean, oh, this is yeah. the reality of them. That's like the bottom line. For sure. You know, even the whole thing when he was drunk and crashed 
the car. Oh, yeah. And he was driving with his brother's license. Yes. So he was using his Ooh. brother's license. Like, you guys, you can't oh, why you use you someone else's license. This? And then he said he was drunk. Um, but he said, well, it, that happened after I crashed the car. I crashed the car. I walked to my friend's house, who is a neighbor, mm. and I took five shots. And then oh. that's how I got drunk. I wasn't drunk when I was actually driving the car. Okay. I mean, and I think they like, I think they tell themselves, and clearly, even with this fraud stuff. Yeah. I mean, you're telling yourself that this is okay, or you're living this lifestyle that you do not have the funds to support. Right. And you're stealing the money in order to do it. Oh. And you just, they just have this cycle of telling themselves one story. I mean, we all know people like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, tell themselves a story about how things are. And everyone's like, that's not really how things like are. Like when I was eating that frozen pizza last night. Yeah, and I knew I had to weigh in today. You're telling I was yourself like, a it's story. fine. <laughs> Be like, I walked a lot. I deserve it. <laughs> I do. I've, I've had, had a stressful a week. week. I have a sinus infection. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Okay, coming up next, I want to talk about a new Netflix documentary that dropped yesterday. Oh, my gosh. This is getting so much attention, I and I'm terrified. Wait. I can't wait to watch it. I and feel the total opposite. It, really? <laughs> oh, good. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. That's coming up next on My Talk 107.1. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything Netflix, Hulu, streaming. Gosh, I'm just addicted to what comes up on my queue. It's hard to deal with because I feel pressured that I'm never going to be able to watch it all. You'll never get to watch it all. I know. This is Don McLean, producer for Jason and Alexis. He'll be back next week as well as Alexis back from Puerto Rico. And you're hanging out with Sonny running the board over there. Good morning. Our producer and Elizabeth Reese coming in from home. Good morning. Now, are you okay for us to talk about this? Because I think you're a little scared. I'm totally scared. Okay. And I am not the only one that's <laughs> afraid not. of the new hot thing on Netflix. I saw this pop up on my Netflix and I thought, nope, 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 nope. Oh, see, I'm the opposite. I can't wait to watch conversations with a killer Ted Bundy. Okay. They got a lot of this kind of stuff on Netflix. And I think the... Yeah. I, I, I like when they go behind the scenes and like the brain makeup and the psychological mm -hmm. and I like that. I do too. I like that. The show Mindhunter. I loved yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, uh, of course, everybody knows who Ted Bundy is. He killed many, many women in California in the 1970s, I mm -hmm. believe. Yeah. Um, so this documentary covers uh, 150 hours. Uh, not all of it, but 150 hours of tape were recorded to make a book. Mm. And the gentleman who did it got into the prison system by saying he was going to work on Ted Bundy's appeal. And then Ted Bundy said for the first time he would talk about things. And he presented it as, since Ted Bundy was um, had a law degree, he went to law school for a while and right. also a psychology degree, he said, can you, even though you're innocent, he kind of tricked him into talking about this by saying, as somebody who knows the law, can you describe what somebody who killed these women would be like? Oh. And so he went into like a third person mode where he was like, well, the killer would be like this and this. So that's a portion of all of these tapes. We have the trailer here for you so you can hear uh, just a little bit about how terrifying this probably is. He didn't look like anybody's notion of somebody who would tear apart young girls. My name is Ted Bundy. I've never spoken to anybody about this. I am looking for an opportunity to tell the story as best I can. A person of this type chooses his victim for a reason. Possession. 
something unique about Ted's brain. He talked in terms of a voice in his head, and this voice would start saying things about women. He had very blue eyes. When he really got going, his eyes went absolutely black. Murder leaving a person of this type hungry, unfulfilled, would also leave him with the obviously irrational belief that, he, that the next time he did it, he would be fulfilled. And the next time he did it, he would be fulfilled. Or the next time he did it, he would be fulfilled. Oh, man. <laughs> Theodore Bundy oh. has escaped. Suspected of oh, Elizabeth. I'm so. already scared. I, I, like, I had to take one of my <laughs> headphone things off. Because you could. So you are not into this. And you have uh, an article here about how people, um, there's a warning and people uh, on the beginning of this and people are terrified to watch it alone. Yeah, people are afraid yeah. to watch it alone. This so, is not a watch alone thing. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Netflix dropped this um, warning. They said, maybe don't watch it alone. Wow, that's really going to get them a lot of press. That's very clever of them to yeah, say that. It was Netflix UK and Ireland. They tweeted out, for those of us with a PhD in true crime podcast, Conversations with a Killer, the Ted Bundy tapes is now streaming. Uh. Maybe don't watch it alone. It's very, um, it's just very creepy. And, mm-hmm. and then the music is what really gets me. And then actually the fact that it's like old timey sounding with the recording because yeah. it was you know, clearly done a long time ago on this old tape recorder Mm -hmm. makes it sound even creepier. And I just, I don't know. There's something about this. I don't like the true crime stuff. I feel very uncomfortable with. Do you? I know that people are so into it and they like it. And I think this is probably, I mean, in all truth, I think this is because I was a journalist for many years Mm -hmm. before I started doing like entertainment things on Mm -hmm. Twin Cities Live. So I covered a lot of court. I covered a ton of court. I covered mm-hmm. a lot of murders. I mean, mm-hmm. I covered, I was in the documentary Making a Murderer because you, I covered that. Oh, you oh, were? You were? Weeks Elizabeth? and weeks and weeks. Oh, yes. no, we need to talk. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. gosh, wait a minute. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's right. You so were? The, the original one, you see me in, in, because I was there the entire time. And so what? I think I have like, even that, I couldn't get through all of that. I have just this, I think I have a little bit of like PTSD from news oh, and from covering that. that. Oh, and then I feel absolutely. like what always happens in, in these things. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. What bothers me is that all this true crime stuff, it focuses so much on the killer. Yeah. And I understand that that's the person that we're mm-hmm. trying to understand. Because yeah. on a whole, in society, we're trying to figure out... How to avoid people like this. The warning signs. Who are these people? Why Gosh. would they do something like this? How can we figure this out? Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like these victims get so lost... And they're people and they're Mm -hmm. these those victims are way more important than the killer. And then the victims, their only identity is just the fact that they were killed by this person. And it just makes me like it makes me really sick. It's just it's a weird thing. I understand. I do have guilt about finding this these things entertaining. Yeah. 
Um, I, I well, at least you have a soul. <laughs> I do, I, I do, because I'm like, am I? Is this entertaining? To it is. Um, it's fascinating to me, but I don't want it to be to a level where you know what I mean. It's probably I'm getting myself across here. Well, I yeah. think it's more of a fascination and mm-hmm. more of an interest than an entertainment value. Yeah, yeah. I can see yeah. that because entertainment I is too. You're definitely not watching this and being like, like wow. feeling giddy about it, right? I'm more no. interested, like the behind the human psyche. That's yeah, that's absolutely. when I, and, and it is like. What does this type of person look like? What, how do they act? Sure. And I think the more normal they look, I think it's it's more creepy to me. Right. Well, that's what's so creepy about that's Ted what's Bundy. Creepy. It's oh. just they look so normal, and you think, oh, this is it's. I don't know. I think it shakes our idea of what we think a normal human being is supposed to look and act and and yeah. feel and yeah. I don't know. Oh, right. The, they don't basically watch it don't alone. have a soul. Okay. Well, I think we need to continue this conversation because there's uh, the book that I want to tell you about that this is based on and also another book about a serial killer that's very well known. Ooh. And that's coming up next on My Talk 1071. Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything streaming services, Netflix. Oh my gosh, we're obsessed with watching. It comes up in your queue, and you're like, wow, do I need to watch this Ted Bundy special? <laughs> my name's Don McLean. I'm the producer for Jason and Alexis. They'll be back next week. I'm here with Sonny and Elizabeth Reese. Good, Good morning. morning. Hey, girls. Hello. Hey. Happy Friday. Okay, so if you just joined us, we were talking about something that dropped yesterday on Netflix called Conversations with a Killer, Ted Bundy. Do not watch it alone. Oh, yes. There's all of this. Uh, there's a disclaimer at the beginning that says, don't watch this alone. Um, I, I, I really am so interested in this because it's not like this is new information, so we don't, you know, know every book that's out there, but it's based on a book called The Only Living Witness, The True Story of Serial Killer Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. And um, so this gentleman went to the prison, interviewed him, and has 150 hours of tape. Mm. So that is what it's based on. Um, I'm really interested to watch it. Um, and then earlier this week, it just so happens that I was like, oh, I have to talk about this. Um the BTK killer, Dennis Rader, you know, that happened 14 years ago. I know. I can't believe that. It seems like just, I mean, not to reminisce about when we caught the BTK killer, but can you believe it was that long ago? It, it just time flies. It does. So his daughter has a book out. Um, it is called A Serial Killer's Daughter. Mm. And her name is Carrie Rawson. And she spent nearly 14 years trying to shake the memory of the morning in February 2005 when an FBI agent showed up at her front door with devastating news that her father, (laughs) that that she had no idea, Mm. um, had been arrested for 10 savage murders. Mm. Over a long period of time. Oh my gosh. I mean, it was between 1974 to 1991. Yes. All in the Wichita, Kansas metro area. So a long time that that area was terrorized by this killer. It's, yeah, I mean, and it's just so interesting. So I'm really, you know, speaking from, you know, we were talking about how some of these shows sensationalize, maybe we feel like they're sensationalizing and focusing so much on the killer and the psychology behind them. Um, I really feel like these, these, um, the, the books that are based from family members, either from the victims or, you know, the, the killer's family members, those are the best ones to read. That was another one where this guy, like, I mean, he was 
he was a member of his church. He was in the church council. He was a Cub Scout leader. He oh. was still married to his wife. Oh, yeah. That he had those two kids with, including the daughter that wrote the book. Yes. And um, and then just totally shocked everyone by finding out that it was this guy that was the one that was killing people. Yes. Um, I actually read um, Jeffrey Dahmer's dad has a book. And it is, I've read a couple of books on Jeffrey Dahmer, and that was my, I hate to say favorite, but it was just so interesting to see his perspective. Um, it's called A Father's Story by Lionel Dahmer, so I recommend that as well. Whoa. Because he goes through, um, you know, the way he was as a teenager, you know, the day that he went over to where he could have stopped all of this. This man has a lot of guilt because Jeffrey Dahmer at the time was living with his grandmother. He had some issues as a teen and, you know, went into the military left and and so he was having sort of a hard time and he went over there and he there was a box in his closet that he wanted him to open and he was like I'm embarrassed I don't want to show you because it's porn inside and all this stuff and you know what it wasn't porn in there what was in there was a head no a human head yes oh my god and so that was his first victim that he took under the crawl space and just, you know, oh, it's just so, it's horrifying, but also fascinating to see this man go through all of the emotions that he went through and really empathize with him. So that's why I recommend that. And also A Serial Killer's Daughter out by Carrie Rawson, BTK's killer. (laughs) Elizabeth, you're like, no, I just can't even handle it. I know, I know. I I, like read more about this and then I hear and then I just have to go, I can't even like, I can't watch movies about this kind of stuff. It just just makes me so, it makes me so stressed. I think my, um, my Apple watch, like my heart rate is going up. Mm, I think it's going to tell me, oh no, it's just telling me it's nine (laughs) below and that's also giving me heart palpitations. Oh my gosh. So a lot of problems. I I don't know if any of you have already watched this on, on Netflix, but it was dropped yesterday. Conversations with the killer Ted Bundy. That's how we got started on this conversation. Uh, but in a completely different avenue here, we're going to talk about something that's really just not very, um, it has nothing to do with serial killers. And it's, it's kind of like talking about frozen pizza. Yeah. Just lighten <laughs> the mood like a little better. bit. I yeah. like that better. Do you? Okay. It's <laughs> Friday morning. Sorry, guys. I know. It's still dark out. I'm like, it's I know, creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking around. The darkness was kind of getting me. You're like, I'm like oh, this no. All right, blonde. It's the second serial killer. <laughs> Sonny's jumpy over there. Yeah. She's like, oh, my gosh. Okay. So coming up next, we're going to talk about Chad Johnson, uh, who was bad Chad on The Bachelorette. Uh, and he has been linked with Kendra Wilkinson. Uh, he spoke out about it, sort of. And uh, we're going to talk about that coming up next on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything get rewarded for listening to My Talk. I'm Don McClain, producer for Jason and Alexis, and we love when you listen on the app. Um, there's all kinds of prizes you can win. You can enter to win a pair of movie passes to see a screening of Isn't It Romantic or a pair of Fitbit Charge 3 fitness trackers. You can see all those prizes in our Listener Rewards program. Get the app or go online and register with Listener Rewards at mytalk1071.com. I'm here with Elizabeth Reese. Morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Are you cozy in your little um, third floor cabin? In my little cabin in the lodge. (laughs) I have a scarf. I have tea. I'm like prepping because I just feel permanently cold right now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
So um, heat rises. So what's the problem? Do you need to go <laughs> bump up the heat down Just there? Turn up the heat. Turn yes. up the boiler. We have a, we we do have a boiler. Oh yeah, a full out radiator system. Wow. I don't even know how to operate it. <laughs> oh my god. But it is working. It is working. But this is one of those days, man. It's cold to the bone. Yes. Okay, well, um, we have uh, we had a story yesterday about uh, Chad Johnson. If you're a fan of The Bachelor, you know this guy. He's bad Chad. Bad Chad. He was on JoJo's season of The Bachelor. Yes. He um, he was the one who was like, I'm not, I, this is about like her liking me, or me liking her. I mean, oh, I don't yeah. even know if I'm really into her. I have to figure it out. And he constantly was living a life with meat sweats because <laughs> all of the clips of him on The Bachelorette were just him just eating cold cuts. Oh my God. It was so gross. Like I, I understand it's gross if to see people just like pick up meat and eat it yeah, like, with um, their hands. Well, and like if it's deli meat, that's what it was. It was like a huge tray of just have, have either one of you seen the movie hostile. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's the part where the, the guy, he's like eating the meat while they're on the train. Yeah. So just want to throw that in there. <laughs> oh, thanks for adding another <laughs> element of horror to that. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Okay. So uh, Chad was on a show that I didn't know existed before this. He was all over the news because he was photographed with Kendra Wilkinson. Of Girls Next Door. Yes. Hugh Hefner's ex-girlfriend. Formerly married to Hank Basket, and that relationship, she finally was like, I'm out. Oh, he was like caught with a prostitute? Eight years too late. Oh, yeah. Ugh. They had a child together, so I understand. Two kids. Oh, two kids, yes. Oh, my gosh. So, anyway, people were fascinated at the fact that, number one, Chad could get a date at all. Right. <laughs> and, Truth. And, number two, that it's Kendra Wilkinson. They were seen holding hands, leaving, um, like... Some restaurant or some, something some in L.A. Bar. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, do you have the, the clip here ready to go? OK, so he's on this show that nobody knows about. I think it's an Internet show. But here's Chad talking about. Um, well, they confront him about this picture yesterday. Oh, wait, 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 what's this? Your you smile. Look, that was like three days ago. Okay, so we just we're looking really? at a picture on TMZ of Kendra and We got a little Chad. picture. I mean, you're holding hands. Look at that smile. Look at that beautiful grin. Okay, so what you can confirm. Thing? You can confirm you know her. I can yes, I that is mm-hmm. me in this picture. Yes, and <laughs> you guys are doing what here? Leaving? We are holding hands. You're are you leaving somewhere? Were you? Yeah, it's a Rocco's bar and tavern or something. How long have you known her for? Uh, I mean, a while. It depends. No comment. How did you meet? Depends on how you. Uh, what you call no? You mean like how long you've been messaging before you met in person? I don't know. No comment. Somebody trained you well with your no comment. Okay. She's beautiful. So Yeah, she's cool. I mean, Chad, just, you could easily just say, well, bumped into that? her, Wait. and then we just held hands for we, the I, we, we were walking down the street, and I was like, what's up, Kendra? We held hands. Boom. But you just said she's cool, and then you did this thing with your hands. What were you going to say? She's cool. She just. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know where I was going. No. Sometimes the hands just go. Now, she, uh, she is a former TV personality as well. Did you watch her uh, when she was doing her show? From? He's I'm in the hearing, booth. I'm here in the booth. He's in the booth. <laughs> the voice from heaven. It's God. Another guy. It's By God. Way, he's a, <laughs> listen, he's a born-again uh, Christian and a virgin under the age of 30. Mm-hmm. That's true. He Which, is or yeah. I am? No, he, he is. <laughs> not you. <laughs> we know you're, no, you're not, honey. We know. Okay. We know. You don't you, have to. Did it. you watch Kendra on her TV show? Yeah, back in the day, I think I remember a little bit of it. I mean, I don't know. I was young back then. But, I mean, I knew who she was. 
So he never How really says you, anything. This guy is the worst. He, he is just Michael. avoids all the questions. And he's just annoying. I mean, he just like the way he talks is just oh, he yeah. has a very um he's probably a serial killer. <laughs> I'm <laughs> talking about serial yes. killers. I'm so conflicted because he's actually really good looking, oh. but his personality and what he's oozing out is conflicting with the look. That's the problem here with Chad is <laughs> that, that he's makes hot. him less attractive. He's not. Uh, yeah, I can't even look at him and think he's attractive because I just think he's so um, repulsive. Yeah, the more he talks, because at first I was like, oh, he's cute. Yeah. And then he started talking. Just come up with something classy to say. Uh, you know, and I actually hard. went through the pain of watching more of this show. It's not interesting enough to play, but I'll just recap what they said. Mm-hmm. There's so many people on the show. It's called The Tomorrow Show with Kevin Under. Undergaro. I don't know what that um, is. Is it a TV show? I think it's, it's just a YouTube okay. show. Uh, but he was on talking about, you know, it's weird because he actually is, seems to be a, a decent human being for, for half of this interview. Um, it's a two hour show. Mm-hmm. And so I watched about 30 minutes of it. Is he on for two hours? He's on for half of it. Ugh. Yeah. And another one of the hosts on there was on Big Brother. And I don't know who she was, but, you know, it's reality TV stars and also some other randoms kind of trying to be a TMZ mm. <laughs> type of a show, Got I think. It. Yeah. Uh, but so they're questioning him a lot about the Bachelor franchise and just um, how he deals with dating in general. And uh, I found it really interesting that he... He has a hard time because of his reputation and how he amped up his villain role on the show. So he's he will message someone. And first of all, he won't message any girl who has more than 10,000 followers on Instagram. Because (laughs) if they this is really sad, but like he's like, if I am interested in a girl and I send him a message and they screenshot it. Because you can see whether or not on like Snapchat, mm-hmm. he'll find him on Snap. It'll tell you when someone screenshots the conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. So first he'll approach them on, on Snap. Okay. See if they, if they snap, you know, his conversation. If they don't, then he'll move on to Instagram. Go back to their Instagram and say, let's chat through, you know, mm-hmm. I'll get in your DMs or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is what so, serial killers do. Uh, right. He's like finding the perfect victim because <laughs> if they have uh, 10,000 or less, he knows that they don't have enough of an impact if they do screenshot the conversation that no one will really care if, you know, because they're a nobody, essentially, is oh, what so I'm he saying. Wants, he didn't so he say w- those words, but that's what he was saying. He wants somebody that's not that's not really famous yet because he doesn't want them to just use him to. And mm-hmm. he, he never goes anywhere sexual. He says he's just like. Oh, you know, I would like to meet up with you sometime. He said he just is very careful about what he says because in the past he has been burned by people screenshotting things. People who play the villain are so interesting to me. Like, um, and I only say this because my uh, fiance he's into boxing and uh, Floyd Mayweather. He he loves. Oh, that's his thing. That's his thing. And and he said the reason why Floyd Mayweather adapted this villain is because everyone loves to hate the villain. They do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so interesting when people choose the villain. Like they choose the villain role, and it's like that's the type of energy you want to pull out. Oh, I, <laughs> I can kind of relate to this because I love playing the Wicked Witch on stage. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite thing to do. Uh, you know, <laughs> and throughout the years, it's just so much fun to me. You can't have a good story without a villain. I yes. love playing the bad character in okay. plays, um, but that's just probably because I. But you're acting though. Yeah, I'm acting. <laughs> also, she loves true crime. She loves the serial killer. Maybe books, I'm a serial and killer. And she likes. 
to play the witch and she likes to hunt for ghosts. So you tell me, Sonny, what kind of energy is going on around here. Sonny, you want to get into the energy conversation? Oh my gosh. Hopefully I'm just trying to work out. Uh, I don't know. I find it really fun. I love that. I'm obsessed with the Wizard of Oz since mm-hmm. I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. really get into that and the makeup and everything. But uh, So enough about me back to chad <laughs> back to chad uh, will he ever find anybody is he really having a relationship with her because then there was an et article here saying that the reason why they're out together is that they are filming an upcoming project okay mm. so the source says they're not going to elaborate on the details of the project but She's not looking for anything serious at the moment. She's casually dating and enjoying herself. Well, and of course what it is, is it's a photo op. And then if they've got a, they've got a project together, it's buzz. Are they dating? Are they not? Yes. This is so weird. That's totally what they do. They're the- so playing it. But I just think he's, I, I don't ever understand why people can't just say something nice when asked about if they're dating someone and they don't want to talk about it. Right. And one just of the like, hosts of this. She's really great. We're friends. Yeah. One of the hosts of this show was like, um, you know, most of the time when when men say, you know, they don't want to really divulge much, it's because those are the people they care about the most. So if he was out with just some random girl he didn't care about at all uh, to protect, uh, you know, he wouldn't yeah. protect them like this. Mm-hmm. So she was sort of saying, actually, we know what's going on here. You guys are having a relationship. You're just not saying it because you really like her oh. and you're trying to protect her. Wow. <laughs> and he was like, elementary. okay, I mean, this is the, it's a two hour show where they're having to really <laughs> dive deep into this topic when I don't even know if it's, it's so worthy of that much, uh, attention but anyway we'll see i'm interested in what is the project see they've got me i know they've got me hooked because what in the world like a production company what is the show is it just that she's a producer about like a show called bad chad i'm always or- intrigued by her though i mean i that's the one thing about those girls from the girls next door mm-hmm. is that show that show still stands out to me as such an interesting reality tv show because you thought you would hate it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you thought like, oh, what a trashy concept. These mm-hmm. three girls that are three <laughs> girlfriends of... Who you can't tell them apart. Hugh I'm sorry. Yeah, I have no idea who they like, are. Oh, and she has brown eyes. Okay. I know. And then you started watching it and they were just so charming and funny and cute together. Yes. And then you found yourself being like, oh, I just love these three. Yeah. And then there's this added seedy thing where you're like, well, obviously they don't like him. No. They're just doing it for publicity and money, but they're just so cute and somebody... And normal and like, oh, okay, well, I would actually kind of like to be friends with them. I know. That's exactly <laughs> how I felt. I know. And that's, and then like these, the three of them, I just root for them. <laughs> right. Because I feel like something's broken with them, right? I mean, oh, there's something sad absolutely. inside. And I just want them to be happy. Like I look at that Holly and I'm happy that she has a baby or maybe two. And I hope that she's loving it. I wonder what's going on with Bridget. Yeah, because we hardly ever hear about Bridget. B- Bridget, I know. And Holly then- Madison and Kendra Wilkinson, they are the ones that fought with each other for years, right? They did not like each other after they left the house. Oh, I can't remember. I don't know. But it seemed like they were really going at each other for a while. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. So. I think you're right. And then Kendra has been through a lot. But she it, has I don't know. Been that, was, a lot. that was a good, that's a reality show that was a good one. It was. And I'm interested to see what the project is. I'll have to admit, I <laughs> fell into their trap with Chad Johnson. So, all right. Uh, let's see. Coming up next. Oh, we're going to talk about how um, video game sales have far surpassed movie sales in the last year by so much you're going to be shocked that's coming up next on my talk 1071